0: We're going to have a preaching, and we'll have a drive through prayer, prayer afterward like we've done before. Uh, so, you know, uh, I've got people that are willing to help. It's going to take us about 15 minutes to set it up, so it's not going to be hard. And uh, we're going to do it at 4 o'clock because uh, I think it's 5, 10, or five fifteen is is uh, sunset. So 4 o'clock, that means it's we've had plenty of nap time in between the two. For you guys that need naps, me, uh, we get to come back and have church again. Amen. So, but, uh, yeah, we're just going to try to do something different to minister to people. Amen. Uh, there's a lot of people that need Jesus right now, and they need they need ministry, and they need somebody to, to love on them, and that's that's what we're going to work on. Uh, so don't forget that as well on the 20th. If you want to help, just come see me, and uh, I'll make sure you know what time to be here so we can get everything set up and working and all that. Uh, and, again, it's all dependent on weather. If it's pouring down rain, it's going to be kind of hard to do that. So um, we're going to have to pray we have good weather. So. But we've got that. Uh, Thank you also for donating to the Fire Bibles. Uh, We are now over 250 Bibles. Uh, Hallelujah. So we're going to get ready to send that check out here pretty soon. And uh, so, man, it's just awesome that we were able to do that, raise that many Bibles here out of our church. Right. So we're going to be able to bless over 250 pastors and leaders in those countries. And again, I believe it's a seed that's being sown there so that we can sow in our own community as well. Uh, because you know this is a hard area and you know what we're we're putting bibles in the hands of pastors and leaders to reach countries and we believe god is going to give us the ability of the wisdom to be able to reach our city and so that's a pretty good trade-off in my book so we're going to do that but hey come on let's stand up tonight and we're going to do some worship amen anybody ready for, to do a little bit of worship who's having a good week and a bad or you know it's not been bad it's, it's you know it's not 100 degrees outside uh haven't got bit by a mosquito that's a plus <laughs> Mm, yes. of course i haven't stayed outside long enough for one to find me but uh and i don't have to mow the grass i'm just trying to be positive you know there's all kinds of things to look forward to you know so hallelujah father we thank you that we get to be in your presence tonight and in your house and lord receive this worship be with us father as we come to you now in the name of jesus let your presence fill this place father Minister to us, Lord. We have people that need healings. They need a comfort. They need a touch. Whatever it is, we know that you are the God that will supply all of our needs. And thankfully, it's according to your riches and glory, not our own. Thankfully, it's according to you and not us. So thank you, Lord, for being here. Thank you for ministering to us in Jesus' name. If you agree with that, say amen tonight. Amen. Amen. decided to do some of the songs we did sunday becca and jonathan wasn't here and they were kind of upset they loved those songs and we just really like them too so it didn't matter and we figured y'all like them so y'all already remember the words from sunday so you don't have to pay attention you just get to dance and worship and i get to play piano on these songs which i like instead of the bass and so hallelujah jesus
1: The dog is no. me- Dark isn't
0: you that you are awakening this city you are awakening these people god that by your spirit father they are coming back to life their lives are being turned around right now turned around right now in the name of jesus i decree it over this area right now that lives are being just bowed down right now before you god Hearts are bowing down before you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that this community, this community, that lives are being changed right now. People are being healed and set free in the name of Jesus. Father, I come against those strongholds of addiction that are, that are stopping our people from coming to the knowledge of Jesus. God, I claim this city for your glory. These are your people, and they will come to the knowledge of Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Father, we worship you, and we thank you for all that you've done. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. give him praise tonight hallelujah come on give him praise come on is he worthy hallelujah 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 Jesus we worship you we worship you come on turn and wave wave at somebody tonight tell them how much you love them hallelujah we love you thank you for being here let me grab my stand Yeah, it's one of those things. We got to, you know, we got to give them spiritual high fives, you know. (laughs) Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I like to worship. You know, I was chatting with somebody the other day, and they're like, oh, I love that song. I was like, well, we may just do it Sunday if you come to church. They're like, you do that? I said, all day long. (laughs) All day and then some. (laughs) why would you do that because I like the song anyways it don't matter and I kind of am part of the team that uh, <clears throat> makes the, the list <laughs> so listen so Sunday we talked about going from fear to faith hey grab that first that that just the picture of it though because it's not yeah Sunday we talked about going from fear to faith and in your bulletin you have this picture this is actually a bridge over in China uh, it's just glass and say like, how many people would walk across that And it's in China. And, and you know they did one up even, I'll say worse than that, but they actually took portions of one of the bridges and they put like a, a screen in it. And, and Rylan was saying it's got cameras to look down. And so you're walking across and all of a sudden cracks start forming. Go find those videos. Those people are freaking out. Like, like literally, they are freaking out. <laughs> you know, I, I'd walk over it it, it, it would be interesting. I, you know, I'd probably stay close to the side But have you seen some of our bridges here in america? They got semen on them somewhat <laughs> You know, we we had a bridge over in Eunice. It was literally it, it New hope you had the church you had the entrance and, and you had satig road Which was the parish line right there. We were in acadia that's st. Landry and there was this bridge right here And I see him out there working on it one day and i'm like, man, what are they doing? And they were crawling underneath and Come down here, and I'm like, hey, what are y'all doing? So, oh, we were just looking at this bridge because we got to fix it. Well, you ever seen the bridge? You got the bridge, but you got that little bit of a cement piece that connects. Yeah, it had completely washed out. They were looking at the other side. I'm like, huh? So, that, that little bit of a three or four foot section of cement that just kind of sets on the edge to get onto the bridge, there was nothing under it. I'm like, whoa. So, I turned right for a long time. And they, they got in there, and they filled it with rock, and then they, the same guys that filled the potholes had that machine out there blowing it in there, and I'm like, yeah, is that going to work? It don't work on the road, so what's the difference? But, but they fixed it. It was safe. I believe it was safe because they had a lot of inspectors out there too. So. But, you know, going from fear to faith, is it really a faith thing to walk across that? I don't know. I think that's more of an emotional thing, honestly. But it is faith to step out and trust God in things that we can't see. And you know, Sunday we talked about point one. Uh, we allow our fear, or better yet, our anxiety, to get in the way. Um, but point two I want to talk about tonight is we say we believe, but period, 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 period. period. <laughs> I believe, but yeah, you know, I had a had one of my chiefs in the navy. He'd come up and you'd tell him something, you know, and if, if he didn't really agree with you, he'd say, but, comma, pause. <laughs> he'd always add that at the end. Well, well chief, I want to go home tonight, but, comma, pause, you're not. <laughs> and, you know, he would always do that. And, and, you know, I think we say the same thing. I trust Jesus, but we don't live like it, but we don't talk like it. Isn't that true? So we say we believe, but maybe I should have put comma, pause right there instead. I want us to look at a couple of scriptures. I don't have any of them up there, but this is the Passion. It's Mark chapter 9. Uh, we, we were having a lot of fun working on other things today, uh, one being the copier. We got it working, though. Praise God. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, it's, so I didn't get time, but I know, Micah. It's Mark chapter 9, 23, 24, in the Passion. Jesus said to him, what do you mean if? If you were able to believe, all things are possible to the believer. When he heard this, the boy's father cried out with tears, saying, I do believe, Lord, help my little faith. Or in the King James, I believe, but help my unbelief. Right? I believe, but help my unbelief. See, Jesus is talking to this man. What do you mean if? You know, if is a very dangerous word for a believer. I, I know I've told you this story before, but it's probably been so long you don't remember it. And we went to Mexico the, for the second trip. The first trip, we were down there for about six days um, down far south of Mexico in Temazalapan. We were in the state of Oaxaca, O-A-X-A-C-A. That's south of Mexico City. It's the state south. Really great food down there, by the way. Chocolate mole. They have the Chocolate mole. Oh, it's got chocolate and raisins. It takes them all night to make it. And you're like, chocolate? Oh, they put it on chicken. So, But if, if you go to these Mexican restaurants and you say, do you have mole? It's M-O-L-E. And they say, yeah. Is it Oaxacan or chocolate mole? No, it's just grease. It's, it's, it's the stuff on the bottom of the pan, don't it? So we're down there for the first trip, and everybody we prayed for, we saw healed. Eyes, ears, stomach, feet, all of this. So when we're going back on the second trip, some of us were the same. We were praying and fasting and believing that God was going to do these amazing things. And now we're in Guadalajara. So we're over on the west side, uh, closer to the volcano area. And uh, grab a little water here. So we went into the city center one day. And they got this church there of a certain denomination. And they have the bones of John the Baptist. So I just had to go see that. I, I just had to go see that. I uh, don't really believe that's the bones of John the Baptist. But there was this guy setting, and he, you know, in, in Spanish, which I speak very little of, um, I, I actually learned down there that I just can't tell everybody, do you know Jesus? Because everybody's named Jesus. I barely passed English, and French was even worse. And and so, uh, Jesus Christo, I had okay, that makes more sense. You know, Jesus, yeah, he's down there. And so I, you know, so here we are. This this man is there. We're walking in. There, there's probably what Wendy about seven to ten of us. I can't remember how many went on that trip. Uh, and, and we're going in, and we're doing all this stuff. And that night, we sat there just kind of debriefing. And it was, did anybody pray for that man that was sitting there with a cup out wanting money? None of us did. And we started asking, why? Man, we were full of faith. We were full of everything ready to go. And we just started asking, why didn't we, well, what if, what if, came up over and over. Deborah, what if I prayed for that man and he didn't get healed? What if? And we realized that night, what if? Very large, dangerous word, even though it only has two letters in it. What if? The minute I do that, that's worse than but, comma, pause. God can heal me. What if? Because 99% of the time, our what if is what if he don't, not what if he does. But even if I say what if he does, what's happening? I'm putting doubt into it. Because the word also came that what if he jumped up in the middle of that place with healed this, this no telling how long this guy. We didn't ask him. You see, we, we've got to be like this guy. Lord, I don't know if I believe, but help my little faith. I want to believe. And we ask that, but then do we do anything afterward with it? I'm a man full of faith, and then I won't do anything about it. Works without faith is dead. If I'm supposed to believe God... Should I not act like it? Hmm. Jump over to Mark chapter 16, 16. This is in the Amplified. I, I used a couple different translations tonight just so you could see a couple different pieces in there. Mark 16, 16. Just so you could see a couple different pieces um, of how it looks. Look at this. It says, he who was, who has believed in me and has been baptized will be saved from the penalty of God's wrath and judgment but he who has not believed will be condemned we don't have a problem with that scripture right i believe i'm saved i believe i'm forgiven i believe that i'm going to be one day with jesus see we don't talk about the fact that we don't we have an issue With faith, but we don't have a problem with believing I'm gonna get to heaven. But it takes faith to get to heaven. You see, if we really started putting everything on the same plane, we start looking at it differently. See, my life as a believer is is faith because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So I have to have faith that what He did on the cross is real. Were any of y'all there? How do you know that this book is real? By faith. How do I know this book is real? By the testimonies of millions of believers before me that testify to its validity. It is a valid, true book. And by faith, I believe everything in it, even when it says the and the. It's got a misspelling in it. I believe all of it. Why? Because it's all I have. But I don't have a problem with it saying I'm going to go to heaven. I have a problem with it saying that what Jesus says, what I did, you're going to do greater. I raised somebody from the dead. Go out and raise two. Not me. I don't have that kind of faith. Does it take more faith to pray for somebody than it does to actually think that all the bad things you've done, God forgives you for? I think it takes more faith to believe that I'm forgiven than raising somebody from the dead. Really? You see, I'm just trying to throw this out because I'm trying to make you question it tonight. Do I really believe? I believe this, but now if you believe this, then you gotta believe this. You gotta believe this. Look at this. He who believes—I love how the Amplified says—will he who adheres to and trusts in and relies on the gospel, and him who is set forth and is baptized will be saved from the penalty of eternal death. But he who does not believe who does not adhere to and trust in and rely on, there's multiple parts in this. There's multiple parts in this. I think a lot of times we we make excuses on things. I think so. We make excuses. Well, God didn't do it because. Because it wasn't, I didn't believe. Because he's sovereign, he didn't want to. Because I put... I put excuses on why God doesn't do things in my life instead of the fact that I'm just going to believe it and regardless of the outcome. It doesn't change. Like I told you Sunday, you know, the, the bumper sticker that says, you know, uh, God said it, that settles it. You know, our God said it, I believe it, that settles it. It doesn't matter if you believe it at all. It's settled in heaven, and it's settled here on earth. Your belief just lines you up with it. It's kind of like raising your right hand to join the military. I do suddenly swear it out of all of those great things, right? You see, so that I'm aligning I'm myself up, like it says there. Trust in, relies on, and adheres to. I'm aligning myself up with the Word. Go to one more scripture, then we're going to talk for a minute. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Mm-hmm. See, she's having a good time back. She's not bothering me. She's just down there preaching away. See, what y'all don't see is when, when... You know, she, she is so around the gospel, like if you go to the house and they put on one of the worship services, she's in front of the TV dancing. And she knows if it's her mama singing, and she's up there, man. I love it. I say, it don't bother me a bit. First Corinthians 13:13. 13, 13. Now, I'm sorry, this one, but we've, we've got to talk about this. We've got to talk about this. First Corinthians 13, oh, it's actually 11, I'm sorry. I've got 1 Corinthians 13, 13 here, and I look at my verse, it says 11. Okay, let me fix that before I forget it. Oh, yeah, because if I don't fix it now, I'm going to forget about it. 11 should be. There it is. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man or woman, I am done with childish ways and have put them aside. Honestly, I think a a lot of this going from fear to faith, a lot of this is is the fact that we have stayed so immature as believers. We have stayed as babies. When we grow up, we start trusting in things. When When we become mature, we start acting differently. You know, if one of you guys got up here and started doing that, I, I would have to talk to you about it. <laughs> but do you think I, I'm bothered with her? Why? Because she doesn't know yet. And I'm just happy she still wants to be up here around the front. And like some of us, I'm going to pick on the back row, guys. I'm sorry, I'm just just using y'all. Thank y'all for being the example tonight. She's not trying to hide out back there right now. <laughs> I know some of y'all stay back there so the camera don't get you, but that's okay. I'm just, y'all are a great example tonight for me. Yeah, we, we, we need to become mature believers and stop being children. You know, like Pastor Flippo used to say, I'm tired of parting your mustache, putting your bottle in. See, we need to get into the word and we need to get into prayer and we need to get into actually stepping out in faith where we say what I believe I'm willing to step out in. These disciples that we read about in the word were literally willing to walk out and proclaim Christ knowing that they would kill him. Knowing that they would kill him. Was it St. Peter that was crucified upside down? Was that Peter that did that? I think it was. Listen, if somebody's crucifying me, I'm not worried about what direction they put me in. But you know, honestly, I don't care if it's upright sideways or not, I don't want to be up there. But he was like, Don't don't dare put me on a cross like my savior do put me upside down. Really? That's somebody that believes. In, in this. That's somebody who's willing to die for it. And willing to be an example for it while we live. And that's the world needs an example right now. Guys, listen. In, in the last month alone, in the last month, I have I have heard of three what I would call preachers that have fallen to moral failures. Two of them are pastors. I, come on. And they're supposed to be mature, and we're still allowing the enemy to come in. Does that mean it won't happen? No, but we've got to all be mature, fighting for each other. The world is looking for mature believers that believe what they read and do what they believe. That's why we've got to begin to go on the streets more and more and more. We've got to pray for people in Walmart till they kick us out. Can you imagine? I can't go to Walmart no more. Why? I was praying for too many people. Huh? I was praying for way too many people. They just told me, get out. I'd be like, pray, God, I can't. Go. Baby, I can't go to Walmart. You got to go get it. That right there should encourage you to go pray for people in Walmart. <laughs> you know, I can't go to Walmart. Dad. I, I, they kick me out. You know, we, we've got to become that a way that we're willing to pray. And I know some of you do. I'm not, I'm just, I'm generalizing this statement. We have got to become mature Ephesians says that we all come to the maturity, the knowledge of, this, of Christ. We all come to, to the point where we're all firmly fit together in unity and we're doing the work that God has called his church to do, not the pastors. The church, because the pastors, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher's job is to teach and mature the saints to go do the work of the ministry. But in America's religious system, we have looked at it as well, it's the pastor's job to do all this. Right? We've got to become mature to that point where we, we're no longer saying, I believe, but. I believe, but. No. There's no but. I believe. And I'm going to step out and do it. I'm going to walk across a bridge if he tells me to. I'm going to trust him. I'm sick in my body. I'm going to pray for somebody. Even while I'm sick, it don't matter. Like the scripture says, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Come on, We're getting to the end of days, and, and we know what the word says about that to believers. I was, I was having a conversation today with my sister about, about this vaccine. You know, and, and some people, I've heard them say, this is the mark of the beast. I don't believe it's the mark of the beast. I don't know if I trust it yet or not. It's, that's neither here nor there. It was just the whole point of, of I don't believe that, that this is going to be something you can accidentally get. The Mark of the Beast is not something you can accidentally get into because you're going to have to denounce God and all these things, right? And, and so I'm not worried about this. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not stressing those things. But what happens when we come to a day where this is outlawed in your homes and in your, on your iPhones and, you know, no longer can you mention the name of Christ? Oh, You know what? That is illegal in some countries. And can I tell you that believers are put to death for that? There's a group called Live Dead, and when they first started, that was part of it. I've got one of their books, and I was reading it, and they've got a journal, and, and part of it was is the fact that, that a family would basically sign a contract that I'm going to this foreign country knowing that I'll probably die here, but I'm going so that my blood would plant the seed of the gospel. I'm going freely to do this, knowing they'll probably kill me. Man, that's maturity right there that's what we need to be even on our own streets we can't make excuses anymore we, we can't do any of these things because you know it's not going to be long before christ returns and you know if it's another hundred years it's still closer than it was but we've got a job to do while we're here and the question is what are we doing about it are we making excuses are we saying i believe but help my unbelief when god has put people in our path and one of the things that I don't ever want to do is pass up another man sitting on the ground with a cup because I look at the fact of how many thousands of people come through that place, and probably tens of thousands have seen that man, and we left him sitting there. What if God wanted to do that that day and turn that entire place upside down and revival pour out? What if it takes only one of us to pray for something to live life in front of somebody else, and that person, God uses them to spark revival in our community. See, what is it going to take for us? We can no longer live in fear of what people are going to think about you. Can I tell you they already think you're weird? They so just get over it. They probably think you dress funny, so that's okay too. Just just get over it. They probably think you got weird quirks. It doesn't matter. Just just get over it. you know? Listen, the only person I'm trying to please is my wife. And she still thinks I'm weird and has quirks, and that's okay. She's still been with me for almost 25 years. 26 total, but 25 for marriage, you know? And so, you know what? If your family thinks you're weird, just say, I'm weird for Jesus. I want to be one of those weirdos because I'm out there preaching the gospel. I'm living a life. Because you know what? There are too many people, too many people that are wanting to hide from the gospel. Somebody's texting me right here. I was just like, I was seeing if it was somebody that was online real quick. Sometimes I actually will get messages while while that's going on, so that's why I was just making sure. But Beverly's here, so no, i just picking. I did pick at her one day because she was texting me in the middle of service. I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? With the audio on, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like, Beverly, where you? Doing? She's. Like, I know. I thought about after said to you, guys, we've got to live our life for Christ as if this is our last day. Every day. You know, I, I was talking to some ladies today, and you know what? It's we've got to love people. We've got to be intentional in everything that we do. Everything that we do, let's be intentional. What do you mean by intentional? Listen, I go to the store to get a Coke, but that's not the only reason I'm in there. My wife would probably like, yeah, whatever. I, I you know, I'm always looking for an opportunity to share the gospel with somebody. And sometimes I use scripture. You hear what I'm saying? Let your life be a light, always shining in front of people. Can I tell you that sometimes just sharing the fact that, man, you know, I've been struggling with this and I've been praying and I'm, I'm believing God's going to help me through. What do you mean you've been struggling with it? Being real with people. Being real with people. Yeah. I, I have struggles and you know what? I talk to people about it and they realize I'm human too. Yeah. I'm just not as afraid as they are to get up here and speak. You see... God wants to use all of us. Not all of us will have a microphone ministry, but that's okay. I'm going to pick on Jose for just a second. We, we've been talking, and, and, and Jonathan, and, you know, we've been talking, and he's really been mentioning something about prayer and back in the church and all. And, and I told him, I said, bro, you know how hard it is to have a prayer service? People just don't show up because they don't find, you know, something for it. And he said, well, I think we need to, I don't remember the term you used, but go out and do a prayer thing. I'm like, I like that idea. And I was listening to a preacher at Fresh Start Church, and they mentioned it. We're, we're doing territorial prayer. I'm like, huh? Yeah, sign up, and we go to a place in our community, and we pray for it. And I'm like, I, it, I said, this is what I heard. Ah. You know, it's like, that's how you do it. And people will come, and, and they'll go together and pray. And, and he's been talking about getting over there and walking around the courthouse and praying, and I'm like, dude, I like it. You know? And that's being intentional. On what we're doing, and, and you know, Sister Minnie with the, the the bags, the presents for prisoners is intentional, and and I guarantee you, she's she was scared about that when she first started doing. Like, how in the world? Because y'all probably had a lot more prisoners back then. How am I going to get stuff for all them people? Twelve hundred, but it works. She just lets God handle it. Let's be intentional on in what we're doing, because here's the thing: God wants to use you so you can feel what it's like to be blessed. You can feel what it's like to be to, to see the glory come down to somebody, to lead somebody to Christ and to see their life changed. And you know, that I've had many people through the years that I've prayed with and I've watched their life change. And you know what? I've had some that did, they went right back around. But you know what? I'm gonna continue to believe that everybody's gonna be changed and they're gonna walk the road. But we have got to be intentional. We can't be afraid anymore, we can't have excuses anymore, and we can't say, I believe, but. Because we are going to go from fear to faith, walking in faith every day. And you know how you do that? One day at a time, one decision at a time, one step at a time. And can I tell you, you can't walk across that bridge right there if you don't make one step. One step. So I challenge you find something that would make you uncomfortable. Say, God, I'm going to go do this. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, eating uh, raw stra- uh, tomatoes because that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like that's not what I'm talking about. I don't like raw tomatoes. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing something for God. I'm just trying to clarify because I don't somebody be back. Like, Pastor, I went and tried that food. I, I, I didn't think I liked it. You know, I'm just I'm, I'm making you laugh, but you'll at least remember it. Let's go out and find something that we won't do for God but today we're going to try it. Tonight, before we leave, we're going to pray for some people. We're going to anoint some people that need healing, amen? Amen? Yeah, yeah. She's looking at me. I was like, huh. You know, and and you know what? I'm a believe for total healings. I know people that are sick with COVID right now. I pray for them from a distance. You know, they're not around here. The ones that I'm talking about, they're not around here right now. I've got, you know, family members that have have masses in their gallbladder and things like that or I don't remember which one it is. And we've just been praying for, for healing over their body, you know. Believing God is going to do it. And so, you know, we just I, I'm just crazy enough to believe that God will heal somebody. I've also watched it happen many times, many times. I remember a guy in here that told a story that he prayed for a guy over the CB radio. Hmm, hmm. And got healed of cancer, if I'm not mistaken. Was it cancer? Yeah. You see, just be crazy enough. Now, How many people heard you over to CB radio? Probably a whole bunch. And they probably think he's crazy. They did before, so what's the difference? (laughs) You see, guys, let's get out of our comfort zone and let's turn the world upside down. Like I've told you before, the scripture says those men are here that have turned the world upside down. He was talking about the disciples. And there's a lot more of us than there are of them. And all I'm trying to do is turn the community upside down. I'm not even trying to turn the world upside down. We'll get to them later. <laughs> right now, we just need Hesmer, Marksville, Manzura, DeVille, Effie, you know, Bruyette, but we've got to do a lot of work. No, I'm just thinking. Uh, you know, we, we'll get to all these little little places. But, you know, that's what we've got to do is we've got to begin to pray and believe God is going to open doors for us to minister. And that's why we do what we do because we're a church because that's what God is put believers here that join together and encourage each other to believe to go out and do the work amen so listen let me pray for you tonight and then i want to i want to uh some people with oil as well but if you're here tonight or maybe you're watching online and you have not accepted jesus as your lord and savior listen it all starts right there it all starts right there with jesus saying that i need a savior because i'm not a good person Oh, I'm a great person. No, you're not. Without Jesus, you're not. You just think you are. I thought I was until the Holy Spirit basically showed me who I was. And then I realized I needed Jesus. So if you're here tonight and you say, you know, Pastor, I I need Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. Just slide your hand up. I want to pray for you. But then I want to I'm going to pray over you as well after the service. So if that's you in here tonight, I just want to know that. Okay. If you're online, go to newlifeag.church and hit the connect button, and you can do that. I want to connect with you and help you get into a church. So let me pray for us tonight, and we're going to pray for some people. Father, we thank you, Lord, that that you are challenging your house, God. You are challenging your people to step out and do what seems to be so uncommon for them, seems to be uncomfortable for us. But I know that through the power of your Spirit, through the power of your Spirit, the Holy Spirit, You have empowered us. You have given us all the gifts we need that we can go out and turn the world upside down. So, Father, I thank you right now that you are giving us opportunities, even right now that when we leave this place tonight, you are going to open doors, opportunities for people to share the gospel, people that will be able to pray with somebody, and they will be healed, and we will hear the testimonies of your goodness and your mercy as you heal and you comfort and people are saved and set free. I thank you, Lord, that you are using people here, and we will hear it. And I thank you for all that you're doing in this place in Jesus name hey Amen. let me move this out of the way I'm going to get my mask and we're going to pray for some people you got to put a mask on that's a little faith no it ain't. I put a mask on just to make people comfortable when I pray for them uh, listen it doesn't bother me if you put something on soft for me Ryland, I'm going to get my earl
1: we're the spirit of the Lord.
0: hey Chip can you uh Grab me one of those spray bottles or something. I think it's right in there. I think I put there it up. Is Listen, if you need a healing in your body or a touch, I want you to come up here. Just keep your distance. I want to come around. I'm going to anoint you.
1: We're the Spirit of the Lord. I
2: ain't going to them right there. That's fine.
1: You,
0: are you know what i kind of oh yeah What well, i've got i'm gonna need it after
1: there is freedom. Uh,
0: i told somebody the other day i said you know what the masses become to me don't do something that's going to make your brother stumble and if it makes somebody stumble that's a believer because i don't have it oh okay no, i don't care i just want the opportunity to pray for somebody <laughs> there we go now i got it thank you sir If you know how to pray in the Spirit, I want you to pray. It says, Building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Come on, let that faith rise tonight. Let that faith rise tonight. Let that faith rise tonight.
1: Faith
0: rise tonight. Jesus. Jesus. Father, I just anoint him right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, leave his body in the name of Jesus. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Be made whole. Pain, leave right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name, I
1: command
0: you to loose him
2: right now.
0: Roboshi taraba bakar rabasii Shi
2: tabakar roboshi tarana roboshi taraba Shitabakar
0: roboshi kariere nara roboshi ton
1: roboshi Where the Spirit of the Lord is, we don't have to fear anymore. We don't have to fight anymore because there is freedom. Don't fight against it. Just let it flow. So tonight, Lord, we lift our eyes to Jesus. Flow down, Jesus. There is freedom. We lift our eyes to Jesus. We lift our eyes to Jesus.
0: I'm I'm taking my freedom, time tonight. I'm trying to listen to what the Lord is saying.
1: Freedom, Lord.
0: If you got to sit down, that's fine. There you can sit freedom, down right here in the front. We'll make sure I get to you. I won't, I won't forget
1: you're
0: you. Whatever
1: you struggle with Shate tonight, there is freedom.
0: There is freedom. Nobody's looking at
1: you tonight. Nobody's looking,
2: Nobody's looking at, at you tonight. tonight. The eyes of the Lord are
1: moving to and fro the out the earth.
2: Earth. Seeking
1: a heart Jesus, you in this it. place. Jesus' name. Right now, God,
2: i release it, Sing it
1: on mm. every
2: face.
0: Yes, Holy Spirit, minister to her
1: right there.
0: There is freedom mm. Right
1: there,
0: yes, right there. words of mercy, Oh! Jesus. Right now, Father, I release. Father, she has family members that she's standing in for right now that need a healing and a touch. But Lord, sometimes she even neglects her own. Lord, today I pray, Father, as as your fire pours upon her and heals her legs and her body, that it would flow to her husband, her brother, and her children. It would flow down to all the family members. Shataba as She stands in intercession for them daily. Shataba koro sitamondorashi tibokorobotai. Misharabatasi
1: koroobotai. What is full of grace.
0: Shataba koro sitamondasi right now.
1: Whisper whisper, whisper, whisper,
2: whisper in my ear. And tell me words I
1: thought i never hear. Show me, show me, show me, show me, show me,
0: show me what you
1: see. Illuminate what's ready. Fresh work, God, ah, fresh work. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. There's so much more. A in in heart. Heart. And like a God, and let your words begin to grow.
0: Pray with me, come
2: on.
1: Remind me. Remind me. Shut to the book. Father, we just thank you. We just stand here with our sister Remind me to be. Jesus. Experience.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Mm. your fresh touch.
1: Just
2: want
1: God Almighty, you are holy, Lord.
0: for churches and ministries and walk the physical ground. But God is saying, territories is what I keep hearing. And it won't be that you'll ever have to step foot there. That through prayer, you will march those grounds. So as he begins to, to put a region or a city or anything on your heart, begin to pray for it. But it won't be that you even need to step physical foot in it. Just release the prayers. Because again, as He has called you to go to physical places, you have been faithful. As you've been faithful over these small things, He will put you over larger. Release those prayers that seem so small to you sometimes. but In the heavenly realms, it releases armies.
2: It releases armies. Armies. Oh,
1: You for your presence. Your presence
0: Listen, Sunday, we're Generation going to be talking about presence or presence. Presence is gifts
1: Generation or the presence of God.
0: Colin's going to come share something, and I'm going to, to stay one more thing before we dismiss. just keeps popping into my head and it's there's a song that's called praise before breakthrough and then like i know there's a somewhere there's a verse that that's referencing so i look it up and can't find it but i find something else that completely goes with this is paul and silas were in prison and they worshiped and the gates the doors open your prison is your the things that are holding you down and their breakthrough was praising even in the midst of the pain the the struggle, with that chain on their ankle, they praised and they had a breakthrough. So I, if, if you need a breakthrough, praise for your breakthrough. Worship for your breakthrough. You need a breakthrough for something, praise God. That, that's the best medicine is praise. Amen. Thank you, Ryan. Hey, so you know one thing as I, I, he was saying that the Lord showed me quickly was this. It would have been dark in that dungeon down there because they would have been down underneath. There might have been a fire or a little something, but they were in prison, so you think the guards really cared at that point if they had lights and TVs and all that? So they couldn't even necessarily see what was around them, but they knew they were in prison. They didn't even know what was holding them completely, but they still praised. And you know what? It's not necessarily about knowing everything that's got you in bondage. This Lord, I know I'm in bondage. And I'm going to praise you anyways. Doesn't matter if I can see. Doesn't matter if I can. It doesn't matter about any of it. It's about praising. Amen. Hey, listen. So don't forget Saturday, 9 a.m., be here help us. And and what's the name of that soup? I forgot. Taco soup. You got to ask them taco soup if you handle taco soup. But you got to come help us first. That's the payment. Hey, I got one question for you, though. Can you still have church with masks on? And we can still pray for people, can't we? I I, I sanitize my hands in between. Now you know why I use the rag. If, if you if you haven't seen or heard this before, um, that oil, and when you put that 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 sanitizer on it, it, it makes it sticky. And if you just try to wipe it, don't come off. And so. First time I did that, I just sanitized in between, and it it got thick on my hands. And can I tell you, it stinks. That's why most of the time you see me only using one hand, because even this rag, I can smell it, it stinks. But you know what? I put a mask on. I sanitize between every person. We can do this, guys. There is no excuse. That's why I wear the mask, so that you don't have one. I took your excuse away. That's why we sanitize in between everything we do to take people's excuse away. I know some people are still being cautious. I'm not judging that. I'm just saying we can still be the, the church that God has called us to be even in the midst of this. We are not going to stop praying for people. We're not going to stop loving on people and reaching the lost And because people are stepping into eternity every day. And if the church sits back and does nothing, it's our fault when they don't get saved. So let's continue to be the church and no more excuses. We just saw it once again. I think we were safe. So listen, be here Saturday at 9 to help us and then back again Sunday. Amen. Love you guys. We'll see you there. Make sure you put your masks on, social distance, clean your hands, you know, all that stuff. Just doing my
2: pastoral duty.